This episode of the Comets Podcast is being brought to you by Huntington University. They are the ones that make this podcast happen each and every week. I want to thank them for sponsoring it, and I want to thank you for listening because we have another fantastic episode coming up right now. How's it going, everybody? It is I, Shane Alberani, here to bring you another exciting episode of the Comets Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day, and if you are, it is about to get even more wonderfully. Is that a word? I don't know, but um, you're going to have a better day now because now you are listening to this podcast, and today on the show, we have got Oliver Cooper, rookie extraordinaire Oliver Cooper. We're starting to really like this kid. We love his game. We love the way he plays, and he's certainly fallen in love with Fort Wayne, so hopefully we'll see this guy around a little bit longer as uh, we learn all about Oliver Cooper here on today's show. So without further ado, here we go. Oliver Cooper and myself on this episode of the Comets Podcast. So, all right, so how you doing? Is this your first podcast? This is this is my first, yeah. Oh great! I only record yeah. the the audio, so you don't have to worry about you know what we look like. But yeah, perfect. But but you have a fantastic head of hair, so I don't know why you'd want to hide that anyway. <laughs> Just trying to be like Jenksy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You've got you guys have got the flow going, and yeah. you know, and, and Jenksy, I know I know why he's hanging on to it because he's a bit older. He wants yeah. to make sure he can still do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm just getting a head start on him. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, every time I see you guys, I'm so jealous, especially <laughs> I think I made a, a comment, like you got into a fight out in Wheeling, you, you, the helmet flew off and the lettuce was flying. I'm like, man, I wish I, I still had that. <laughs> Pros and cons to it when you're fighting though. <laughs> Can't see a thing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you know what? It looks cool. That's all. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah exactly. That's all I'm going for anyway. <laughs> Well, man, I'm glad you uh, we got together uh, to do this, and uh, you know, I'm gl- we're glad you're here in Fort Wayne. You know, I remember your first game. You came out, you, you were down in Indy, and you popped someone at center ice, and like, all right, that's our guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that was a good way to get into it. I was uh, I was pretty excited for my first game, just trying to do something positive. Yeah, <laughs> my first you know, game we, we, in over a year, so. Yeah, yes, and that's a and that's a weird thing. I re- I didn't realize that, but yeah, you had not played in over a year. So I mean, what were you doing with yourself to get ready for that game? Yeah, it was uh, it was weird. It was like a lot of nerves, kind of just anxious to get out there, excitement to play again. Um, yeah, like like I said, it was over a year. The last time I played was um, playoffs at at university the year the year before. So. Um, I was fortunate enough in Fredericton, we were like COVID, COVID was a thing, but it wasn't as, as bad. So we, we were able to practice and stuff as a, as a team all year this year and kind of stay in shape and kind of be somewhat ready for the opportunity when it came. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, you hadn't played, a, I mean, a game. I mean, so what were you doing just to even keep mentally prepared for that phone call that, that may or may not have happened? Yeah. Like, at UMB, we we still practiced every day. Monday oh, you did? Friday. Okay. Yeah. Um, like nothing changed in terms of of training and and being on the ice and stuff. It was actually like honestly, as much of a kind of tough year it was. It it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Like we were able to work on things that we aren't we're not usually able to work on. Like a little bit more skills. Um, 
kind of focus in on, on some of your weaknesses and, and be able to train all year long. So instead of just having the three, four months over the summertime, we were able to keep training right, like right on through until, until I came up here. Oh, like that's, that, so. that's nice. See, I hear, I was thinking yeah. you guys are just sitting around not doing anything. No, I, I was really lucky. I mean, I know there's a lot of guys depending where they were from that, that weren't as fortunate as, as I was to have that opportunity. Um, but yeah, where we're from, from the East coast of Canada, we were, uh, we were lucky enough to be able to still have some normalcy. Yeah. You get up, get up North there in New Brunswick. And even I know, uh, Newfoundland didn't, wasn't, yeah. wasn't hit very hard and you, you're kind of up there, but, uh, yeah. but yeah. So, uh, so it was kind of weird for, I mean, for you guys, because it really wasn't that bad, but yet you're the ones kind of sitting out too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we honestly thought we were going to have a season the whole, like, like this season, we thought we were going to be able to play and, and, kind of have a normal year and I think it was in November they uh I don't know if it was November or December but they pretty much just canceled the whole season said that it didn't make sense we weren't going to be able to move forward with it and that's kind of when it set in that you know this is real and <laughs> gonna have to start looking for for something else to do here soon right yeah <laughs> so yeah so I mean did you pick up any new hobbies I have to ask guys are there any pandemic hobbies you guys picked up <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was in school, yeah. so I, I, I just finished school, so I didn't really pick up any hobbies. I did have a little bit more time for studying and, and working away at school, which was actually nice. I wasn't cramming everything on a Sunday after games. I had the full week to actually get my assignments in, so that actually made a big difference. It's crazy what happens when... So the, the grades yeah. improve? They act, yeah, they did big time. That's probably <laughs> my best year ever at in school. So, so what, what did you study? <laughs> Uh, I did, uh, I did business at UNB. I took my, uh, my BBA, uh, in the undergrad. And then I was fortunate enough to be able to take my MBA my last two years there. So, so, and you, you're from New Brunswick, right? You're from Fredericton. So yeah, you're, you're another one of those guys who got yeah. to, man, you got to stay in town. Yeah. You got to, uh, did you live at home? Did you live with the folks or, uh, one of the years I did live, I lived with my parents, but, uh, other than that, I lived out with, uh, with some buddies and teammates for, for the rest of the years yeah because uh, uh who else is uh murph is from murph, Fredericton, yeah. right yeah yeah so funny story murph and i actually like we've been best buddies since we were kids we we were neighbors when we were 10 years old we we ended up becoming neighbors and we've been best friends ever since and it's kind of funny like we grew up we played minor hockey together on all the same teams and then when we went to junior, we kind of split up. We weren't on the same team, played against each other. And then we were lucky enough to play university together. Um, and then to be able to play pro together, I mean, it was kind of the odds weren't in our favor. And I don't know, just kind of kind of worked out. So it's pretty cool how, how that journey kind of brought us. So what was that like place. playing against your best friend for the first time? Uh Honestly, it was different. I'm I'm a pretty competitive guy, and so is he. Like, yeah, we would get in, we would get into it every once in a while. But as soon as the game was done and we were off the ice, we best buddies again. Oh, sure, you know, we'd we'd say some things, we'd get heated, and you know. But uh, at the end of the day, what happens on the ice stays on the ice, and we never really took it took yeah. it too seriously. Like to have fun with it. Yeah, that you know that that it happens. But I love you know like the stories that you hear. You know, a few years ago we had we had a player who who got into a scrap. Really, he didn't even mean to. It was like someone came up behind him. He just swung around and punched him, and realized it was one of his good friends who he grew up <laughs> with. His mom used to babysit him and take him everywhere, and he was like. I felt so awful when I dropped him and broke his nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, Murph and I never got got in anything like that, luckily. 
<laughs> well, not yet. You guys got yeah, time to yeah, split apart. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> not sure what the future holds. So, <laughs> so what was a ten-year-old Matt Murphy and a ten-year-old Oliver Cooper doing to get in trouble when you guys were running around the neighborhood together? <laughs> we we did a lot of things. I like to think Murph, I like to think Murph was the reason behind it all. He was the bad influence. I I was. Uh, <laughs> I was just following him. I, I, I like to think, but, uh, no, we used to, we were, we were good. We, we'd play kick the can with all the kids around the neighborhood. And I mean, every once in a while we'd play, it's called ding dong ditch. You'd knock on the door, <laughs> run away, hide, watch them. But other than that, nothing crazy. Well, hearing that, that makes me feel good. That, that hijinks that I had when I was a kid are still yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anything we could do to keep us busy. We were, we were always on the go. Yeah, yeah. So was there a lot to do in Fredericton when you were a kid? Yeah, like, I mean, it's a pretty small town, but it has everything yeah. you need. Like, um, like there's a lot of trails and stuff. Like by the by the uh, by the river, we uh, we used to bike quite a bit, so that was one thing we would do. But honestly, we were busy with hockey. Like when we weren't playing hockey, we were playing road hockey, or like I said, yeah. playing kick the can, or just hanging out with our friends. It was. Uh, it was a pretty simple lifestyle and still <laughs> is. That. Yeah. Gonna yeah. need a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so did any of your other, uh, you know, the neighborhood crew make it into pro hockey or go any anywhere else? Um, so yeah, like the majority of our friends, I, well, Spencer Smallman. Oh yeah. He, yeah. He played here. He's from Fredericton. Yeah. So we, we grew up yeah. playing minor hockey with him. I played junior hockey with him. So it's kind of, kind of crazy how we've all kind of been together for so long and kind of ended up in, similar places or together you guys came to the same place y'all came to fort yeah. wayne <laughs> yeah so it's, it's kind of weird how everything played out but uh yeah they just can't get rid of the freddy guys i guess i mean it's 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 great well, you mentioned spencer of course not with us uh right now but uh you know murph gazola uh mm-hmm. bowdens mciver and you i mean how yeah. to get a, a team picture in our yeah. locker room <laughs> no it's it's pretty cool and i remember before i came here it was I remember our coaches at UMB like just telling me they're like it's so like unheard of that there's four guys that played in the same university team that are playing pro together, and I was like, yeah, like that's so cool. Like, I'd love to do that. And uh, anyway, fortunately for me, I I was able to join them and, and come to Fort Wayne. Was it uh, Murph the one who who called you first to get you here, or was it Benny? Uh, actually, it was Benny in the in the summertime. And, uh, oh, really? We we just kept the conversation yeah. going. Um, just stayed in touch and when I was when I was done school it just kind of worked out that they were looking for a guy at the same time that I was pretty much finishing up my studies and yeah the rest is history I guess and you've never really I mean ventured out I mean you played juniors in the same area too like in, in PEI and I mean so yeah. you never in New Brunswick I mean you didn't you haven't ventured out at all so this is like totally cool to you yeah it's it's, it's such a cool experience I mean I love it here and uh just being in the states it's I mean, it's, it's different, but I uh, I love it. I ever since I got here, I've I've enjoyed myself, and, and the team's great. Like the group of guys we have is is unbelievable. Like, I mean, everything that I've heard about pro, it's it's not always as tight of a group as you had when you're playing university, right? It's it's yeah. kind of a revolving door. There's different guys every year. We're at school, it's the same guys that you're with for four or five years. Um, but here, it's kind of like that same mentality. Like it's a family first mindset and everybody's been great like i've only been here for a month and a half but uh everyone welcomed me and, and i've really enjoyed my time here so far <laughs> so out of all the guys i mentioned you know did you walk into the dressing room and you're like not this guy again <laughs> <laughs> 
Just, just Zoid. Murph. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away from him, man. I was say, yeah, there had to be one guy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Can't get away from him. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so happy to be here with all of them. It's, uh, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. Something that we'll be able to talk about for the rest of our lives. Yeah. So, uh, was this your your first time ever in the states, or did you have you traveled here? Uh, I mean, previously for <laughs> hockey. I mean, obviously, the first time you're you're staying here extended, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No. Other than like minor hockey, when we came here, or like spring hockey tournaments or whatever, when we were kids, we'd stay like a weekend in a hotel and, and play a few games. But other than that, this is the only time I've ever really been to the states and actually experienced it for what it is so so what do you what do you like in the best about this i can tell you you were just beaming that you're uh you know that far from home you're in the states you're doing something new i can just tell that you're really digging this yeah no i i really like it uh i'm a big food guy so i feel like i feel like the food here in the states is is a step above what what we have in in canada really uh, yeah that's that's the biggest thing for me and just the price of food here is crazy cheap (laughs) So yeah, no, yeah, I've, uh, I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I love food. So it's been, is there any Canadian dish that you're missing right now that you can't get here? Not really. I don't honestly. think the protein's very good around here. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not a huge tin guy. So that's not <laughs> something that I'm missing. <laughs> I'm a meat and meat and potatoes guy and I, I can get that pretty much anywhere here. So it's, uh, it's been, it's been good. Well, what I love in Canada is, is the ethnic food. You get a lot more different ethnicities, yeah. which mm-hmm. is, is also really cool, which, which I got to say, we don't have a whole lot here in Fort Wayne, but, you know. <laughs> no, the food's still good. Food's still good. Now, didn't Merv tell me that your folks owned a restaurant? Did I get yeah, that right? My, yeah, my dad, uh, he's kind of been in the bar restaurant business for <laughs> ever since I, I can remember. So, yeah, long time. So what kind of restaurant? What what was it or what is it? I should say. Um, it like I guess he's he's been involved in a few. He's he actually he's involved in a food truck now. Okay, well that's yeah, cool. He, he just yeah he he can't get enough of it. He's that's kind of where I got my love for food. Um, he'd come home and let me taste things and let me I'd let him know if I thought it was good or not, and he'd either put it on the menu or take it off. Um, but yeah, no, most of the places that he. <laughs> he was ever involved in were, were like pubs or bars. Um, just one of them was like a a steakhouse. Um, one of them was a little bit fancier than the other. Um, now he, he got out of the the fancy stuff and he's more into just the, the nitty gritty, just like a a sports bar now. Yeah. The good bar food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just like your local, your local, uh, everyday guys. And yeah. Was, uh, so was he like, was he the chef or, I mean, what, what was his role? No, he wasn't a chef. He was, um, he was the general, he was the manager, I guess. Like okay. he, he ran everything on the, like, uh, it was called the Hilltop. It was like a, a grill and beverage yeah. place. But, uh, and then when he left there, he, uh, he partnered up with a few guys and they went in on, uh, like I said, that fancier, like steakhouse kind of, uh, higher end food, um, and drink place. And then they ended up selling that and he got into the, uh, the sports bar, like I mentioned. And now he's kind of fiddling with that, uh, that food truck. So we'll see how that goes for him. What's the food truck. I mean, what's he, what's he, what's he slipping out of there? He he just sent me the menu yesterday. He sent my (laughs) sister and I the menu and he asked if, if we thought it was good or if there's anything he should add or take out. Um, just cause our, 
age group and our friends are probably the ones that are going to be going to it the most. It's going to be downtown. So probably oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are in the demo. So that's, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 So how, man, I would have gotten fat if I, my dad had a food truck and was bringing home all this food. <laughs> yeah. I was lucky. I, I was tall so I could hide it. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you're not playing hockey all the time and you're going to get, yeah. you know, the calories are going to start rolling in. Oh yeah. I was lucky. If I did it now, I wouldn't be able to, but right. when I was younger, I could eat anything. But yeah, you'd have Stop. to get upset. It's like, dad, please don't bring that in here. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I used to get mad at him when he didn't bring anything home. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so what, I mean, have you found anything that you like, like here in Fort Wayne? I know you guys have kind of been limited as far as your food choices, but is there something now that you've really, you know, dig, dig here in Fort Wayne? Yeah. Um, the only places that we've that I've really been to, like a couple fast food places, but uh, the pub, eighteen oh two, yeah, pub at eighteen oh two, their pub burger there is pretty, pretty special. It's uh, definitely one of the best burgers I've had. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now you guys went over to uh, Petrozelli's house. Was yeah, were there we burgers? Did. Were there hot dogs? Yeah. What was he doing? Yeah, yeah he. Uh, I think his parents actually bought him like a <laughs> like a smoker barbecue um type thing for a housewarming gift so he was grilling up some dogs and burgers for everyone and we had some backyard games going it was it was a great day and it's a beautiful house so so he was uh, show, showing off his non skills i guess probably for him yeah like it was yeah he, <laughs> they were they were top notch it was really good <laughs> Well, good. See, it's nice. You know, you guys are able to, I mean, it's, it's been so weird, but you guys still have been yeah. able to bond, you know, it's, mm-hmm. that's, what's pretty cool about, yeah. I mean, it's almost made you guys even closer because you haven't been able to go out and explore Honestly, on yeah. your own. Yeah. Like the only people that we're really allowed to hang out with is ourselves. So we've, we've gotten to know each other pretty quick and, and the team's definitely gelled and it's a tight knit group and really excited moving forward. Yeah, I mean, uh, so what were the the backyard games like? Were they were they friendly? Were they <laughs> competitive? Oh, yeah, they, were, they were friendly. Uh, it was the first can jam. I don't know if you've heard of that. What is that? It's, it's like a frisbee game. You throw the frisbee. Your partner's on the other side, and you have to try to hit this like can or knock the frisbee into the can. Okay. Anyway, it was, it was the first time I ever played it, but it was it was a lot of fun. Got a little competitive. But. I was gonna say, you know, I know you guys. It's like something starts. Yeah. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Yeah, no it one likes end to lose. Up that way. No, no one likes to lose. <laughs> I mean, I've heard, you know, bus arguments and airport arguments over <laughs> video games. I mean, like you guys are, are playing video games on the bus against each other, and I'm I'm hearing this and it's <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Always competitive with everything. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so you know, uh, Murph wants to start a restaurant. I, I assume you're going to be involved in that. You're going to guys are going to go in together on this. I mean, you got all the experience. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <you> gotta... <laughs> hopefully I wouldn't mind. Yeah. We're going to have to make some money before we can do that. But well, you've got the business, you, you got your degree. You're, you're in business. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to find someone with the capital to get it going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Gazzola, he's a smart guy. He's got a master's degree. Yeah. I think he's got it all figured out. So you might yeah, want to bring him in on this. Yeah. We uh, actually, all of us kind of pick his brain because he's, he's knowledgeable literally any aspect so he's he's a guy that we're always asking questions and trying to help ourselves through his knowledge <laughs> yeah i mean him and uh i uh had a long chat with robbie baydu another guy who's really smart and so two guys yeah. with master's degrees yeah so a lot of a lot of guys here with degrees and stuff so it's uh 
it's cool. I mean, the coolest thing for me is like the age difference and where everyone's journey was different. Yeah. Everyone's here together. It's, it's really cool to kind of listen and figure out how yeah. everyone ended up here. Yeah. Really it's, cool. it's crazy that you, I mean, you guys, all of you, you and B guys are mid twenties, 26, 20, yeah. you guys are considered rookies and you guys know, have just yeah. played so much hockey. It's crazy to, it's even hard for me to say, Oh, he's a rookie. Okay. Yeah. Just in, in, in technical terms, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It was hard getting back in the mindset, honestly, like being like, okay, I'm a rookie again and go from being, you know, an older guy on, on a university team for a few years and then getting in the mindset when you come back, I'm a 26, but I'm a rookie again. So it's, uh, it's been cool. The guys have been great and having a lot of fun. And they probably don't, uh, you know, get on you too much for being a rookie because you are older. I mean, I'm sure Laser yeah. would get the worst because he's the youngest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. honestly, no one really gets it too bad. Everyone's <laughs> a great guy. And <laughs> I mean, there's jokes and some friendly chirps that go around. But other than that, nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Has Petey started to pick on you yet? Because he's the number one troublemaker. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, Petey's actually been great with me. He's been good. I mean, he uh, he's given me a few fines every once in a while, but. Rightfully so. I probably deserve them. Oh, oh, so Petey's in charge of the fines. I yeah. didn't know that this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. What'd you get fined for? I got to know this now. I, uh, I wore blue pants to, uh, <laughs> to the rink one day. I'm supposed to wear black pants. My black pants were in the wash and I thought blue was the closest one, but Petey's, uh, he's quick. He picked up on it like instantly. As soon as he walked in the room, it's like he knew. So, so that's a thing. He's, yeah. Is that uh, exclusive to Fort Wayne? I've never heard that before. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I think it's everywhere. Like at UMB, we always had to wear black pants with our stuff too. I think it's just a neutral color kind of goes with everything. You want really? everyone looking, looking the same. You don't want yeah. guys kind yeah. of on their own page. But yeah, no, like I said, I deserved it. <laughs> should, should have been on top of my laundry. Dude, that's something I've never heard of. And, I, and I've made this comment to guys. It's like, you know, before we would have fans, you know, after the games or even before the games, you know, and you guys are getting all dressed up essentially to walk 200 feet, maybe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never understood why we're always dressed up. <laughs> Me neither. I've never understood yeah, that myself. I never understood it. You don't see anybody but yourself. You just walk right in the dressing room. But... Right. Well, I mean, before when we actually had fans around the locker room, you know, there could be a few hundred people there. So yeah, yeah, maybe, suppose, a bit, yeah. maybe a bit yeah. of a fashion show, but yeah, still, you're true. just walking out to your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like when we travel, and luckily I'll be able to do that here soon with you guys. I was always, yeah. you know, I don't have to adhere to it. I so I always purposely dress the opposite of what you guys are doing, just to okay, just yeah. so they can make fun of me, just for that very reason. <laughs> I'm like, none of you guys signed my paycheck. I do not have a dress code. I'm going to be comfortable. I really don't. <laughs> That's care. true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I technically I'm technically part of the team, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't blame you at all. I'm a big fan of sweatpants. If I if I didn't have to not wear them, I wouldn't. <laughs> so uh, were you when you got to Fort Wayne? You've I mean, we haven't traveled a whole lot, but you've made that trip back and forth to Wheeling before. Had you ever been on a sleeper bus? Because a lot of guys have never been on one. No, that was my first taste of a sleeper bus and <laughs> friggin' luxury. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> back in junior i remember being on just like a coach bus sitting there for friggin 19 20 oh yeah more than 20 hours and like straight and just being miserable anyway so this five-hour yeah. trip to wheeling on the, <laughs> with the sleeper bus is unbelievable 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you don't you don't realize that uh, that's uh, that's that you guys really, uh, you know, did the coach bus for twenty yeah. hours. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. I can't imagine ever doing that now after getting a taste of the uh, the sleeper. Yeah, so now you're totally spoiled. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> won't be going back to coach anymore. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, yeah, uh, you know, if they ever try to throw that long uh, coach trip at you, you go, hey, you know what? In Fort Wayne, we didn't do that. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, so you uh, mentioned you had, you had a sister? Did they? I do. Yeah, yeah, I have a younger sister. She uh, she went to school at UMB too. We actually had a lot of classes together. She <laughs> she guided me through a lot of uh, a lot oh, of classes. So she, she was the, the tutor. <laughs> yeah, she was she was the brains behind a lot of my uh, a lot of my my projects <laughs> like what kind of projects yeah. you help you through like we just like group projects so yeah i would always oh that's good so you, did you get I a would, chance to pick your sister or did they put you together because no no i i i was able to pick so whatever group she was with i would just go over and say hey you mind if if i join you here but uh no, and she said yes i mean oh yeah yeah she she never complained about anything and she showed up she put up with a lot of a lot of my uh my crap i guess did any other the hockey players kind of zone in on her okay she's gonna help us out <laughs> yeah like if there was guys in the class with me we uh we would all kind of flock over and just say do you mind if, if you kind of take us through this and help us out kind of more hitting on your sister right <laughs> no they they knew better <laughs> they, they knew better uh, so she's still in school no she uh she's actually an accountant with uh with uh, I think it's like a natural gas company back home, but uh, yeah, she uh, she graduated with I think her accounting an accounting major. She was going to do her MBA with me actually, and then she ended up getting this job and backed out. I was kind of was kind of upset at the time. I didn't know what I was going to do without <laughs> her, but anyway, I got through it. You see, you got an accountant, you've got the restaurant, you've got Gazola. I mean, I'm already planning your your after your hockey life here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. come on. Um, the business plan is just right in itself. Exactly. I mean, we're putting this all together right now. I mean, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't get any restaurant advice from your head coach. Uh, no. you know, I, I love to share this story that I always say, you know, Benny, outside of hockey is the worst employee ever. Have him tell you the stories of how many times he got fired. And yeah, one, of them, <laughs> one of them was the keg, you know, the famous steak place in, yeah. in Canada. And he has a terrific yeah. story about that. Actually, it's on one of the podcasts. So you can go back and listen it, to I'll it. I'll have to go listen to that. I might ask him about that tomorrow. You're going to have to because he, he's had some some epic firings. And it's... <laughs> yeah, our assistant stories. coach legs too. He can cook. He makes them like right? mean pulled pork. It's what? Never had anything so good in my life. It's crazy. So yeah, uh, have to, you know, I have to get his recipe. <laughs> he's brought me a few samples before, but yeah, he's always barbecuing, smoking something. Yeah, so good. So I don't know. I don't know if he'll give us, let us in on the secret or not, but might have to try to convince him. He asked me once if I'd be willing to go in on a half a cow with him to buy, oh, really? buy one half and I'll buy the, take the other half. And I'm like, That's a... first when he asked me, I'm like, I thought it was like an actual cow. Like, I don't have a pasture. What, what do you mean a cow? What are we, yeah. are getting, is this a milking cow? What are we doing with this? <laughs> and I'm like, where, where am I going to hang this meat? <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of meat. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I can't imagine what I would do with all that. But no, he... Uh... He treats the boys every once in a while. He'll bring in, bring in some pork butt or whatever it might be. But yeah, it's, it's delicious. 
So do your role, is it so meat-wise? So you, your dad was in a steakhouse. Are you a steak guy? Big time, yeah. That's yeah. probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite meal. Yeah. Steak, Mur- yeah. Murph said he likes a good ribeye. Where are you? Yeah, I'm the that? same way. I'm a, ri- I'm a ribeye guy, too. <laughs> yeah, you got the, yeah. Those are the fattest yeah. ones, so of course they're the most yeah. delicious. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Probably not the best for you, but they taste the best. No, no, they're not. No, but yeah, yeah they are fantastic. So, yeah. Oh, so, well, let's go back to hockey for a second. I got my handy dandy little note card. I don't do a lot of research on this, but I try to because uh, <laughs> I like the conversation just a form. Yeah. Um, you played for Gerard Gallant, right? I did, yeah. My yeah. first year junior, yeah. He yeah. was, uh, he was an incredible coach. Honestly, I learned so much from him just that one year. Him and Mike Kelly were were unbelievable, and rightfully so. They they moved on and they got bigger and better opportunities. But yeah, I, I really look back, and that was one of my like more developmental years that I've I've had. And I bring that up because Gerard Gallant, his first coaching job was in Fort Wayne. So, oh really? Yeah, That's pretty cool. Yeah, he was an that. assistant coach, and uh, you nice. know, I hear I hear kind of the stories that he was, he was a rough, I mean, a hard coach. And it's like, he was such a, just a pussycat when he was here. Maybe that was because it was his first job and he was the assistant. I don't know. Uh, But uh, you know, you hear the stories that, yeah, he was rough, rough on his players. Yeah, no, he he was demanding, I should say. (laughs) Yeah. He, he, he demanded like guys to be ready and to give their best, but honestly, like, yeah, he was, he was kind of a bit of a softy too at the same time. Like he really cared about his players, you know, if he ever did get upset or anything it was it was deserved and it was never like outrageous nobody ever really questioned why he was mad because anybody would have been mad in those situations but yeah no he was uh he was definitely one of the better coaches I've I've had in my hockey hockey experience and lifetime yeah so how's the transition been as far as just I mean you didn't play for a year and then you get on the ice and it's almost like a new style of hockey I mean you had that adjustment yeah, it was it was weird. Honestly, I was just going on straight adrenaline and, and excitement. I didn't really have time to think. I just jumped right in. Um, I got here, and then the next week, Benny threw me in. So, um, yeah, like I said, I didn't really have a whole lot of time to think and really um, process what was going on. Everything kind of happened so quick and blink of an eye. Now, I'm, I've been here a month and a half. I yeah. feel like I just got here. But, uh, yeah, such a busy schedule. The time's been flying. Yeah, it really has been. And, uh, you know, the weather's getting nicer. And I keep asking the guys, yeah. is, is it going to be, you know, a big distraction when it gets really nice out? It's like, oh, geez, we got to go practice. We got to go play. What? <laughs> it's beautiful out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the nice thing about it is it's going to be playoff hockey and yeah, nothing better than playoff hockey. So it'll be tough to be distracted. And you've played a lot of playoff hockey too. I mean, the whole yeah. group of you guys, I mean, it's like, talk about it. I mean, experience for days as far as, as far as those situations go, I mean, it's old hat for you guys. Yeah, no, we were, we were fortunate. Like UMD is such a great program and the coaching staff, like Gardner McDougal and Robert Henniger have really done such an amazing job at bringing, bringing in good people and, and kind of developing them and, and instilling good habits. And yeah, like I said, we we're, fortunate enough to go on a few runs and, and win a couple championships. And those are lifelong friends that, uh, you know, those, those experiences that we shared together is something I'll never forget. And in 20 years down the road, if I see one of those guys, I'll be sure to say hi and go grab a beer with them. <laughs> and how many, how many championships were you part of at UMB? Uh, two national championships. Two? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. and then you, did you win a Memorial cup? 
Is that right? I won a President's Cup. President's yeah. Cup. There we go. My okay. first year in St. John. Yeah, we lost in the Memorial Cup, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean yeah. to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. It's so long ago now. I'm over it. <laughs> but that's, I mean, the Memorial Cup, I mean, people don't realize it here in the States how big that is in Canada. I mean, yeah. you don't, you, you just don't, they don't, people just don't put it together. I mean, that it is, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's as big as any Stanley Cup game, really. I mean, it really is. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, in Canada, like for junior anyway, it's I, I think it's one of the toughest trophies to win, to be honest. I mean, you gotta go through your entire league and then you gotta beat the best of the best in a tournament style game. Like it's so unpredictable. So to be the last team standing is uh definitely a huge accomplishment. I think we have a couple guys on our team that have actually won the Memorial Cup. Like Murph won, yeah. I think Galley Galley won. I'm not sure. there might be a couple others that are forgetting, but uh yeah, there's a lot of guys with a lot of winning experience on this team, and I, I think it'll benefit us down down the stretch here. So, was it uh, tougher to get to the finals in at university level or or at the junior level? I mean, what what's the difference as far as the grind? I guess. Yeah, like junior junior was definitely tougher in the sense that there was more games, um, longer series, that type of thing, more teams to go through. But um, at university, like the the national championship it's it's quick like you're playing a three and three you're playing friday saturday yeah. sunday and you can't lose the game so you, you gotta be you gotta be on the ball the whole time so it's uh it is a bit of a grind and but it's the last weekend of the year so you can get through anything <laughs> that's right that's right yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean uh you obviously again you're you're loving it here man and uh you know it's awesome that you're that you're doing so well is there anybody else you know outside of you know the guys who you came in with you know have you bonded with really i mean outside of pd because you know he's throwing free meat at you yeah. but <laughs> no honestly all every, every one of the guys are great like my my roommate dylan ferguson and i like we hang out all the time and like we got a good relationship, but uh, yeah, everyone at the rink, it's pretty much any, everyone talks to everybody. It's not like, it's not clicky or anything like that. It's yeah. actually, uh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you don't think about that, but I'm sure some teams are like that where, you know, yeah. you and, know especially here when you got so many French guys. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like they, they're awesome too. Like they, <laughs> they speak English the whole time. Like when they're around guys, like they don't, like I've played on teams in junior where sometimes they'll, they'll speak French and there's kind of a little bit of a divide just because some of the English guys can't understand what they're saying. And it kind of, I don't know, it can, it can cause a little bit of yeah something every once in a while, but no, our, our, like there, like I said, there's no clicks, there's no divide. It's everybody's there. Everybody's together. It's just one big family. And like, it's, like I said, it's been, it's been incredible so far. And you played in uh, Quebec major junior. So it's like, I'm sure there was a lot of French guys that you uh, had to, oh. Yeah, deal with. yeah, there, there are, and I'm at, my mom's French, so. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about French. mom. We never talked about mom. <laughs> yeah, she she's French, so I I grew up speaking French. I'm I'm bilingual, so I uh, I was telling the boys yesterday, like I never I never tell the French guys that I can speak English. I haven't or that I can speak right. French. Oh, yeah. English name, and I just play it off like I I can't speak, and then I'll eventually tell them, but I just do it at the start to see if they're gonna say anything behind my back. <laughs> It's a good tool to have. I know Olivier Legault has used it several times over the years. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> wow. So you, so you did mom teach you French, or that was a school thing, or? Uh, it was it was a little bit of both. Um, yeah, like my mom's family's French, so whenever we went and visited, a lot of times we would speak French. But uh, like with her, 
kind of 50 50 i still speak french with her every once in a while but more more so english than than french but uh yeah at the time i wasn't thrilled about having to learn a second language but <laughs> looking back i'm i'm grateful that that my parents kind of forced yeah. me to do so comes in handy doesn't it yeah yeah absolutely I'm, yeah i'm so thankful for it now yeah yeah, talking to to, to Robbie Beydoun, who who is Lebanese and and I'm Arabic too, and neither one of us can really speak Arabic, and we were like, you know what, we we kind of messed up. We really should have learned our native language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about uh, you know, being fully fully bilingual, and New Brunswick's a bilingual province too, so a lot yeah. of people are. You don't really have much of a choice. You kind of have to understand it to a certain extent if you're if you're in New Brunswick. Right. So is what's mom doing? Is she, she not in the restaurant business either? She not, no, uh, no. no, she, no, she works for the government. No, she, she, uh, she's a good cook too, but no, she's not, in the, she's not in the restaurant business. So the French cuisine. So, uh, is there yeah. any service of the French cuisine at these restaurants that, that dad's running? No, because <laughs> it's just your typical, typical food, your bar food, your pretty much. Bar food. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Acadian cuisine isn't uh, necessarily popular with uh, with everybody, more so just just ourselves. <laughs> well, it sounds like with the amount of chefs we have on this team, there should be a, a giant barbecue. I think at the end of this season, yeah. I mean, there needs to be some type of celebratory barbecue. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know whose house we're going to. <laughs> um, I might have to start getting on legs for that. Yeah, I think I so. Would, I wouldn't but... mind some more of his food. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know we know Murph. Uh, he's got his recipes, and Petey's got a yeah. smoker. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I told Murph. I said I've got I've got two steaks. I've got two of the big tomahawk ribeye steaks oh. that I've been hanging on to. I'm like, these are going to be our victory steaks. I'm not going to thaw them <laughs> out. I'm not going to cook them. Victory steaks. If you guys know what I mean. So if you guys want me to enjoy this, you know what you got to do. <laughs> you you got to win. Yeah, we'll do we can do that. So I'm telling you guys right now, I'm not going to eat those until, you know, something happens, if you know what I mean. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Well, I want you to enjoy those. So. That's right. We'll get the boys going. So there's there's even more incentive. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, before I, I get you, let you get out of here, I got to know, are you an Ollie or are you a Coop? What is your nickname? Because everyone comes to Fort Wayne with a nickname, but it's always different. We seem to change it when you get here. Yeah, no, I've I've been a coop my whole life and it's kind of stuck. Um, yeah, nobody nobody really has called me Ollie um, ever really. Really, my sister, my sister every <laughs> once in a while, but yeah, most people call me Coop. I think my dad's been Coop his whole life. It's just yeah, even my sister, people call her Coop, which is so easy. Because Olivier Legault, he was called Ollie till he got to Fort Wayne and he was legs. That yeah, turned now, into him. now he's legs. Yeah, now he's legs. Uh, uh, PD was 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 Petro. Now he's PD. It's okay. We just it, it just changes when you get everyone's to Fort Wayne. Name, everyone's name changed. No, mine stayed the same. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to find something different for you. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, even even Sean Solowski, who you know we, we when he first got here, he was Sid the kid. But I find yeah. out later. He hates Sidney Crosby. He's a big Red Wings oh, fan. Really? So it's like, it's like okay, I don't like, yeah. don't, don't say Sidney yeah. kid. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to tease him about that. Yeah, you might have to give him a little ribbon there on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So there's our mission. We got to find you a new nickname, a Fort Wayne nickname. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then I'll be finally broken into the city. That, then, you know, you're officially part of the team and we want you yeah. back when you, we, re, when we rebrand you with a name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it. I I'll get you out of here. I really th- thank you a lot for coming on. It was great. And again, I don't get a chance to talk to you guys that often, but hopefully that's going to change, but I, I appreciate you taking the time, buddy. No, thank you. I appreciate you having me. This is awesome. Oliver Cooper, everybody. What a fantastic episode. Great to finally sit down and talk with him. He's got a neat story. He has got some fun things to talk about, as we just learned. And uh, hopefully, you know, what are we going to see this guy around a bit longer here in Fort Wayne? So that will do it for our show here today. So glad you were able to listen. And again, I want to thank our sponsors, Huntington University, for providing you all with this episode of the Comets Podcast.